Good evening. Welcome. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Welcome back, everybody, to the You Need a Hara podcast. This is episode 1998. No, it's episode 98, guys. We're getting close. We're getting really close. So, savor it. Savor it. Um, but yeah, this is episode 98. We have a chilled, just kind of hangout episode. Do you guys like those? So, uh, hopefully your drive is about to begin and we'll carry you through it or you're at work and we'll get you through the day, but welcome Nick episode 98. Welcome to, to everyone. Uh, yeah, 98 crazy. Uh, you know, the way you sold that there, it, it almost sounds like once we get to a hundred, something's going to happen. Like it, the, the podcast is just going to end or like, we're both going to die. You're like, we're almost there. Here it comes. What? Like, what it is, it's just going to be like, okay, episode 101. It's like, it'll feel like starting all over again. It, the journey is always better than the destination, as they say. So, um, I don't know. It's just, I'm, sa- I'm, I'm savoring it myself. You know, it's like, dude, we're about to be at 100. It's like, it's about to happen. Can you imagine if and when we get to a thousand? You know, I mean, if you'd have told me, could you imagine we get to a hundred? I'd have been like, no. So, well, I mean, I the viewership. The viewership's there. Like people aren't flocking away. So if it, if it, why mess with a good thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a good ride. So episode 98, <clears throat> just going to chill and bullshit tonight, guys. Talk about whatever. Um, I mean, Nick, I have no idea where to even start tonight. So I do go ahead, dude. What, what's, what's on your mind? Look, we've talked about this ad nauseum on here at different points, you know, with requels and all this kind of stuff. We we talked about your position changed. Uh, if the audience doesn't remember, you know, if I even remember Christian's position for a while was I'm done with, you know, Robert. Robert did a great job. And then after seeing him in Stranger Things, he was like, you know what? I think Robert could do it one more time. And I, I agreed with you. And I think a lot of people started to agree, like, you know what? With with some good makeup effects and a body double for a lot of the stuff that's not a close up, yeah, yeah, he could do it. And then Robert, I guess, with that documentary that's about to come out, something you know, uh, a quote from it came out today of him saying that he's like, I can't do it. Like I'm done. I, I got, I'm old. I'm fat. My neck hurts. My back hurts. I can't do it. And uh, I mean, it, I think context is key here. Until you see the documentary, like maybe he's like saying it in jest maybe he's like poking fun at himself but on face value with that quote i mean it really does sound like he's done i got a lot of respect for him for admitting it and 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 realizing you know there's a lot of bands that i love that it's a shame seeing the videos it sucks like don doc and hero minds he had one of the greatest voices ever and he it's just sad. Like you want him to retire so bad, so bad. You just want to be like, Don, dude, you've, you've done it. You've been there. Like nobody could touch you for a long time. You have nothing to prove. I get he's out there cause he loves music. God bless him. But it, you know, I respect the fact that Robert, cause I don't care what anybody says, even if, even if this movie would have happened with him and stuff just to, 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 a lot of people are going to say, dude, it ain't the same. It ain't the same. Good makeup, good movie, whatever. It's not the same. Freddy needs to be a thin, demon, creepy-looking character, and you can't do that when you're in your mid-70s. 
Like not everybody is Stallone or, or anything. And God knows what Stallone has to do to even stay like that. So I have a lot of respect for Robert England to um, say to him to say, no, dude, like guys, I'm my, my chapter's done. Like I'm an old man. I can't do this anymore. Can't do it. And I'm not going to do it. So I have a lot of respect that he said that. Yeah. You know, I do too, but, and I think a lot of us have expected this for a while. I don't think many of us ever thought he was going to come back, but you know, there is something about it that makes it kind of sad you know, when you actually think about it and you're like, wow, I mean, that's, that's straight from the horse's mouth. Like he's, he's done. And, uh, you know, to, to have such an iconic role, you know, and, and play that role in what, eight movies, um, and be arguably, especially in the, you know, mid to late eighties, like the horror icon, like that's just, uh, that's, that's wild, man. I mean, it sucks to hear because like you after stranger things, I was like, this guy could do it. Like he, he could do it. He can still act like he could do it. And, uh, I'm sure maybe he could. I just don't think he wants to because of the limitations that he has now. I just, I, Robert strikes me as a guy that's like, if he's going to be Freddie, he's going to really want to Freddie out. And, mm-hmm. and if he can't do that, he's not going to want to do it. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, it is what it is. Now that that's said and done, um, I'm not one to harp on, you know, thinking a certain type of way anymore. So if that's it and uh, there's a thirst for another movie because it's one of the biggest horror franchises ever, it's kind of good that we don't even have to worry about figuring that out anymore is robert coming back or not anymore now we can move on so if there's if there's going to be another one we're going to find a new guy we're going to find the right guy to do it yeah yeah it's going to take a lot of that guesswork away which is nice you know if there's an announcement for a new movie the first thing won't be is robert coming back the first thing will be okay who who are they going to get to play freddie um and so, but I mean, funny enough, I, I made a tweet about it uh, and, you know, it, just to be funny, because I was like, oh, Warner Brothers executive scrambling to find out what to do now. And it's just tumbleweeds because I'm like, it, it this doesn't shake anything up for them at all. Anyway, they have right. clearly have no plans right now. They just don't give a shit. They're just I'm sure this was like for them. <laughs> they were probably just like, OK, like whatever. Uh, you're probably right. I don't know, man. Um, God only knows what the fuck's going on with, with this series. You know, I, I hear a lot of this, that, and the other, and I don't even know what, what, what the hell to think or believe or what's going on. And if they, if I, I, it's one of those things. It's just like, if, if, if the family is quote unquote, looking at this, accepting things like this it's just like don't you kind of realize like there's a certain time when the fish bite you know maybe not i would have put this movie out uh this year it would have been perfect yeah i would have put this movie out this year i would have waited till the the last halloween film and then i would have brought it out this year now it's just like what the fuck is going on well yeah i Next year's the 40th for the first movie. So maybe there's something there. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I hope you're right. I do. But I got to tell you the truth. I, I think that 
they're I just think they're missing the boat and not because I don't think horror is ever going to get to a place where it was in the early 90s mid 90s again I really don't I think it's too hot um it just carries the industry at this point you know like it really does no it doesn't do the money that the marvel movies and stuff do but like some of those movies flop whereas a lot of times with horror when you keep the budget down like that like they're usually always successful so i feel like it does a lot of heavy lifting in the industry but i worry that they're gonna miss the boat because like you said you know myers had his time with the new trilogy and now he's gonna die off for a little bit and then presumably you know Jason coming back uh, next year, hopefully Jason, and and not some bullshit all about Pamela. Uh, so then the question becomes, you know, it, I mean, where's where's and if that does well, you could see a resurgence of Friday, and then he could be at the forefront. Where you know, I don't know, man. I it's just it gets to a point where it's like, if you're not gonna do it now, when are you gonna do it? I just I don't know. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's just it, it's blatant to people how how ridiculous that this all is, you know. I, I, and then you got to wonder how much people now are going to be like, "Nah, I'm good. No, Robert, I'm good." And I don't I, even think it's people that necessarily say that that say I, I I really I think there's a certain section of people that aren't hard headed. They don't say. Oh, only Robert can do it, but they still think, but they, that's the, what they want. And they're just like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. Don't need it. Not interested. Yeah. And the only, <clears throat> the only way people like that are going to be swayed is if you do it and prove them wrong, you know, like you put something out there, they go to see it and they're like, oh, you know what? Like that wasn't half bad. It's, it's reminds me a lot of it. You remember in 2015 or 2016 when that got announced how like the internet was in an uproar, like, no. No one's going to be able to do it like Tim Curry. This is unnecessary. And then the movie comes out, and a lot of people, even even if they didn't find it better than the miniseries, they said, you know what? That wasn't a waste of time. That was oh, yeah. that was pretty good. I remember not even liking that promo shot of the clown when they showed mm -hmm. that. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. out of context, out of context, I was just like, I don't know. I don't even like that. What is that? Why, is he, why does he look medieval? Why does he look? Like, like they're not even hiding it. Like he looks like a scary clown. Mm. But then I realized, oh, it's just it, I got to see the movie. Context is king, and yeah. all this stuff, you know. But I remember, you know, that was another movie, man. I, I went to the theaters, arms folded. I was like, fuck this stupid ass movie. But I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> see, it's funny, man. I was the opposite, and I grew up with the '90s miniseries. That that thing holds a special place in my heart. Although I will take the two new movies over the '90 the '90s miniseries. I still think Curry is the best. So, like, that holds a special place in my heart. But I remember just being so freaking excited for that movie. I was so pumped. I I left work. This was back when they were still doing midnight shows rather than like the seven o'clock preview shows. Yeah. Right. So I closed at work. We closed at 11 and the theater was like not even five minutes from my work. I busted ass. I remember putting printed off a picture of Pennywise in the sewer and put it like on one of the tables in the kitchen near the floor. And I put a red balloon and tied it there just for the morning crew. Oh, and I had, I made an SS Georgie and put it on the floor and uh, I was just so hype and uh, went to the theater for the midnight show. And I was just like, I don't know. I was living for it, man. I was so excited. And I feel like I'll be that way with Nightmare also. Like, no matter who they, 
when a movie finally does come, no matter who they announce as Freddy, I do think I'm going to go into it optimistic. I, I, I'm not going to get my hopes up too much, but I think I'm going to go into it like, okay, you could, you could really show me something here. And who knows, man, if, this new cat they get is good. I mean, you could have your Freddy for the next 30 years. So. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it, it's going to be very, I say very interesting. It'll probably just be dormant again more than likely, but I don't know. It, you know, I didn't really feel sad when I saw the news from Robert, to be honest with you. I, I kind of was just like, well, well, of course, you know, Hearing him say it, I guess, just really puts it in perspective for people. Because they don't see him as an old... I think people don't see Robert as an old man. They just see him as Freddy. And he looks like Freddy now that he's older. Like, he just looks like him as an old man, just not red. So I think they don't realize his age. And he still moves well. It's not like he's, you know, decrepit. But yeah, you got to think of how much shit that those guys went like he went through making those movies. I mean, it was probably not even remotely fun no. how much shit he had to go through making those <laughs> movies up all night. And four, he's in a fucking waterbed in an actual like pool. And yeah, there's a there was a clip in, in Never Sleep Again where they show behind the scenes and he's yelling at the camera guy. We got to shoot this goddamn thing. God damn it. Mm -hmm. here for I, he was pissed. So, oh, I can imagine, you know, looking back, it's probably not fun. <clears throat> yeah, but you know, all that hard work he put in there, as I mean, set it set him up for life, and uh, and, and deservedly so. But like, it is crazy because I, I've seen people talk about this all the time. It's like with Jason, with Michael, it's <clears throat> it's not as personal not the same it's a mask and you can put you can change people out and like and we've seen him many times i mean who are some of your favorite jasons i am you know i know you love ted white i know you love cj graham you know i know you love kane obviously Derek mears was really good and then you look at michael and it's like obviously nate castle james jude tyler main george wilbur but freddie has been this dude and so yeah. it's I think that's why it's hard for people to even fathom something different. Cause it's like, this isn't a mask, you know, like he is Freddy Krueger. And, and, and so that's going to be difficult, but I mean, it comes to a point where it's like the franchise, any franchise has to live on past its, its beginnings. It just has to. And like, sometimes like Chuck, Brad Dourif's going to die one day and he's pretty old. And do we want Chucky to die entirely forever? No, because I thought they did fine with the remake. I, I enjoyed the remake. I, I, I feel like you can still do it. It's not the same, but I feel like what, what shows the staying power of a franchise is can it live past its originators? Can it continue? And, uh, you know, because fuck, man, everybody that's still alive from the 78 Halloween, they're all on their last leg. I mean, they, they're old as shit. And, and they're going to be gone real soon. And but that series will still live on. Um, so I don't know. I mean, as a nightmare fan, I kind of wonder how you, what you think about that. Do you think that it's a blessing and a curse that Robert is Freddie? Because once he's gone, especially just gone from the role, does the series even try to continue? I mean, especially after the backlash of 2010, like, do you think he's so intertwined with it that they're just like, maybe we just don't do it anymore. Or do you think they try? 
Um, I think they'd be foolish not to try because it's money on the table. It may cost a lot of money to make the film, but I look at the I look at the people involved. If Robert thinks it's a good idea, and why not do another one? I'm going to go with what the, what the boss man says. If Robert's cool with it and he's like, yeah, make another one. What are you guys doing? This is Nightmare on Elm Street. Millions of fans. Make people said, happy. Try again. If he says that. He I'm said that in a quote, didn't he? He said maybe, something like yeah. they need to get a new guy. And Yeah. If, and if, if that's what the boss man says, I go with what the boss man says. So, you know, but at the same time, it's just one of those things, man. It's just like, I love those movies so much. It, if they may, if they never make another one, I'm cool. It's fine. Like I'm, I'm totally happy. I, I, I love every. It's not just the movies. It's what they did for me. They gave me love for artists and bands. I fell in love with groups I never would have heard of otherwise. Uh, the artwork, everything, the sounds of it, collecting is fun. You know, so I don't know. I just think if 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 Robert says make another one course like if he's like what are you guys doing go go do it then i'm like okay what if he's down if robert thinks they should do it do it i mean look i i'm not jaded if 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 there can be another dracula there can probably be another freddy and a lot of people would say christopher lee is their dracula anyway not bella lugosi so not nicholas um, cage you know that's my Dracula. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. It's just, you know, I ping pong a lot with this and I have different feelings some days. It just depends on what mood you catch me in. But if, if Robert, it, the fact now that it's like, there's no more, there's no more ifs, ands, or buts. If he's not doing it, if he doesn't want to do it, let somebody else do it. I think do that puts, one. I think that puts the kibosh on Heather. And quite frankly, I'm fine with that. I really am. I, I think new nightmare was a good way for her to go out. I, and if you were going to bring her back, you would have to ignore Dream Warriors, which would piss a lot of fans off. So it's probably just for the best that Heather doesn't come back either. You know, it's nothing against Heather, but it's just like, I don't know. Erasing Halloween 2 from continuity for Halloween 2018 wasn't as big of a deal. Although a lot of people have reverence for Halloween 2. A lot of people also think that's where the series took a turn that they didn't like when they did the brother-sister angle. You know, a lot of people were like, oh, that, you know, that kind of dumbs down Myers and he doesn't make him as scary. So to say, hey, we're going to erase this movie, Halloween 2 does not have the popularity in pop culture that, that Dream Warriors does. There, you know, there is, there's no comparison. Like, you might say Halloween 2 is a solid sequel, but Dream Warriors shits on that movie all day. Even just in the zeitgeist. Like, <clears throat> that movie is synonymous uh, with horror. So... Trying to convince people you're going to erase that movie from continuity was going to be... It's going to be a double-edged sword for sure. I mean, sure, it sure it already was with New Nightmare. I mean, I don't remember. I was just a little kid, like a really little kid when New Nightmare came out. I think I was like one. So I obviously don't remember the ramp up to it. But, you know, I'm sure there were some people like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I remember I told you like a month ago when my mom was here and I was watching New Nightmare. And she goes, how is she here? How is how's Nancy here? And I was like, mom, it's, it's a, it's, you know, this is just Heather. Like she's playing Heather and she was confused the whole time. So like, I'm sure there was a lot of people like that already. Like what the, she died. So. Dude, I don't, I just don't know. I don't know what they do. Just start again, you know, try again, I guess. 
I just don't understand, man, why the why the remake soured New Line and Warner Brothers so much with like the the prospect of doing another movie. Like, regardless of your thoughts on the movie, it made over a hundred million dollars. Like, it showed that Freddie was at the time. You already had Friday and Halloween come out, and it did more money than both of those remakes. So, like, it was the most profitable of the three, and that was without Robert. So, like, it showed like yeah, Nightmare is. It is a moneymaker, but like, are they scared of the fans? Like, I don't know. You're a nightmare fan. Like, how, what do you, how do you take that? You no. think they are? No, of course not. You think they even give a fuck? Those studios, they look at the money, which makes no sense to me why they never did another one. Um, maybe some of the actors didn't want to come back. Maybe Jackie Earl had no interest in doing it again. I don't know. See that stuff. We need answers. That's it. Would it would? Uh, there's so much stuff that would be so helpful if we could have answers to it, and we don't. We have speculation, you know, and that's fine. But money talks and bullshit walks. You know, Friday's a different. Friday's a different thing. You know, <laughs> New Line started making that movie before they even realized they needed to get Paramount's. Uh, permission to use the title it was a miracle that that movie came out because they agreed if you look at the poster it's got and i forgot how they did the dividends i think paramount got foreign and new line got uh home base i could be wrong i read about it somewhere in a book but it was a miracle that that movie got made um nightmare is so straight that's the irony so straightforward and it made a lot of money yeah you're right i mean who gives a fuck if the people didn't like it it made a shit ton of money you know, I, I, I mean, you look at Rob Zombie's Halloween. I mean, it pissed critics and fans off alike, and it, but it made a lot of money. So they were like, "You're getting another one," like, and they they made another one, and it pissed people off even more. But I mean, yeah, that is that is just a perfect example of cash is king. Like it just is. Like if the movie is gonna make money hand over fist, regardless of how people receive it, they're probably gonna make another one, and. Uh, yeah, so that's why I don't understand why it never happened after 2010. I, I part of me wondered if they did balk or it not if they got if they got scared, like if they were like, "Wow, people are really against this idea," and they really hated it. And but again, like you said, I don't honestly think they care that much. I don't think that's what it was. I think it was more or less just like I don't know. I, part of me wonders if Wes had something to do with it. Or um, the prospect of trying to build out a new set of movies without Robert. Doing a one-off is one thing. Build, you know, really committing to not doing it without Robert is another thing. And uh, I think back then, Robert, I feel like if you would have said in 2010, hey, we're making Freddy versus Jason 2, Robert probably would have come back. I mean, do you agree? Uh, more than likely, yeah. I think he would have. So... Um, the only thing I'm seeing online about why maybe there wasn't a part two, uh, when you ask Google why wasn't there a sequel to Elm Street 2010, the first thing that shows up was A Nightmare on Elm Street 2 was a rumored sequel to the 2010 remake starring Jack Earl as Freddy. The project was discontinued after the leading actor's contract ran out and no progress has since been made. <laughs> Her contract. So what we what they actually mean as we know now is that Rooney Mara basically fought tooth and nail to no longer be a part of that. Because I do remember 
they announced a sequel. Uh, maybe I, I, the trades announced it. I don't think like New Line officially did, but the trades were reporting. Yep, they're starting to write a sequel now. And I right. think that Rooney was like, "No, I'm not coming back and doing this. Like, I will not do it." And then they maybe they were like, "Well, if we don't have her, how would it make sense to have a sequel?" I don't know. Look at Freddy's Revenge, but whatever. Regardless, uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was more drama. Honestly, I think she tried her damnedest to to be like, "No, I don't want to do this." Reminds me of Mia, uh, Jane Levy from after Evil Dead 2013. That movie made a, a lot of money. And I and I know they wanted to do another one, and she was like, "No, I'm not doing another one." And I think uh, sometimes studios are like, "Oh well, shit, what do we do now?" It's like I don't know. Not every sequel has to be totally linear, dude. It's like um, it's not even just Elm Street. It's not that. It's not even just Evil Dead. My bloody Valentine did seventy times its budget, and there was no sequel to that. Yeah, it, it cost for it, maybe not 70 times. I'm probably exaggerating. It cost it cost uh, 13, 14 million and made over 100 million dollars. Huh? Like what? Wasn't that the worst time in horror? Not because of the movies we were getting, although there was a lot of stinkers. But how many fucking reboots and remakes did we get that did well that never got sequels? I think time has been favorable to some of these movies for me. Um, I just mean worst time in that. I know, I know what you so, mean. I'm just saying. So many, yeah, they got going me back started. and watching them, going back and watching some of these. Like I've, because we've done a lot of them for the show. I, matter of fact, dude, I don't give a fuck if it's a, a February movie. I want to do my bloody Valentine 3D this year in like July after we hit 100. I don't give a fuck. I love this movie so much. Uh, I, I, I don't think I saw it in theaters. I wish I would have. That was my senior year in high school. I would have had so much fun seeing this in the theaters in 3d i love it and i was just crazy it made so much money and it's nothing nothing yeah what, I, i'd be what down happened? To, i'd be down to watch that i haven't watched that movie in over five years at Dude, least oh it's better than the original to me it's not even close i love the original this one's way more fun i remember being so excited too when i, I you know why i bought it was uh i bought it on dvd because Tom Atkins was uh, rumored to be in Halloween 3D and uh, that got announced and I was like, and my bloody Valentine had just come out and I was like, Oh my God, Tom Atkins. Oh, he's in like, he's in, I got to buy this. I want to see Tom Atkins in this movie. Like I'm so excited for Halloween 3D. And I mean, his death is fucking awesome in the movie. Like I, I it's been so long I, since I've seen that movie. Like I remember his death of his jaw getting like ripped apart. I remember, a sex scene with Todd Farmer and a prostitute in a hotel room. Um, yeah, yeah, in a hotel me. room. And excuse me, a motel. Motel, yeah. <laughs> Big running, difference. Running butt naked across the parking lot. Um, there's a lot. Of, there's a. I, mean, I I enjoyed that movie too. I bought that DVD and it came with the 3D glasses. And my dumb ass was sitting there when I was like, what, <laughs> 2010? So I was 16 or 17 with the with the 3D glasses on watching it on my regular tv thinking it was in 3d you know i'm like wow this is great i mean now i look back i'm like i'm a fucking idiot but dude it's yeah i i look back on that movie now i wish i i hated it the first time i saw it i don't know what it was i hated the ending the fact that spoiler alert guys this movie's this movie's almost old enough to drive now um so the star 
which I know you haven't seen Supernatural, but I'm telling you, this show is so good. And those guys, um, it's so Padalecki cool because and Padalecki Eccles, and right? Jensen Ackles, it's so cool that during this time, the stars of Supernatural, here we go. I, I got this box set of the show and it's it's got every episode in it. But the fact that these two guys both had giant horror remakes that year. Uh, and I like Bloody Valentine way more than the Friday the 13th remake. But the fact that, you know, they both had those movies that year, it's like, oh, dude, I wish I would have been like, I wish I had this mind now back then. I could have been enjoying Supernatural as it was coming out at the height of the show when it was its best, which was around season three or four at that point and enjoying them in these big movies. And Dude, the farther we the farther we get away from that era, the more I miss it, dude. I I that was the greatest time of my life where I was old enough to have my independence. I was a, in 2009, I was a senior. Um well, the latter half of 2009. So the early part, I was a junior after that summer, latter part I was a senior. I had all the independence in the world I wanted. All these movies I look back on now, a lot of them, not all, but I got. I'm just like, oh, dude, like, why didn't I savor all that more? I look back at that era, and I'm just like, dude, I had it all. I, my life is good. Don't get me wrong, people, but I look back on it and just like, dude, like that was a. I should have been going to Spencer's and getting those 18 inch Leatherface figures from Mezco. I should have been getting the Movie Maniacs House with Thousand Corpses figures. I saw them all the time and I'd go to Spencer's. I'd walk right past them and glance at them. They were right there. Yeah. I mean, I would touch them. <laughs> now they're going for hundreds of bucks. Oh, dude, we had it made in 2009, 2008 as horror fans, especially with figures and toys and stuff and quality shit. There's this 18 inch Captain Spaulding you can get. And he's got his hot dog shirt on and stuff. Oh, it's beautiful. It, it's expensive as shit now. I wish I could have got all that. Yeah, you're, you're talking about this, and it's just kind of taking me down memory lane of like, yeah, I mean, taking for granted almost what that era was like. Especially like, dude, in the mid to late 2000s, we got to go to the theater to see a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. A Friday the 13th movie, a Nightmare on Elm Street, a Halloween movie, My Bloody Valentine. Like, all that shit was, like, restarted and, like, alive and well. And we were getting to live through that. And, like, fast-forwarding 10-plus years later, sitting here going, God, how, like, how badly do I want to see a Friday movie or a Nightmare movie? Or, like, yeah. and at the time it didn't seem like you'd have to wait that long. I mean, I remember, I, I still remember opening weekend for Nightmare on Elm Street. Ever since I was a teenager, I've always been really big into like box office tracking. Like it's just always been something I've been really passionate about. And I just remember seeing it do buku bucks. And I was like, this is awesome. Like Freddie's back. Like this is awesome. And uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of that got taken for granted. And like you said, too, the figures, the toys, the the merch and the memorabilia at these places like Spencer's and Hot Topic and like, you know, that was very fairly priced. And now you look at it today and you're like, I it's all collector's items now. All that yep. stuff, like all that stuff mm. is such collector's. Some of the stuff I'm lucky to have, like um, like stuff like this, these sideshows, I mean, they go for a ton of money. People love them. They go for big bucks and dude, it, it was awesome. 
It was awesome. I. Oh man. Do you I mean, know how much like the Chucky and Tiffany dolls are nowadays? I'm asking because I genuinely don't know. Well, there were the initial Spencer Chucky dolls that I, I got that it cost me like $40. That was retail. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is the Tiffany doll same. You can you can still see them if you go to Spencer's. Look up high. You know they got those. Yep, things they're up, they're up top, know, they're like up, in the rafters. Yeah, yeah, those, those are still still readily available. Um, but they ain't forty bucks anymore. That's what I'm saying. Then maybe not, maybe not. But there's you know, but there was a Glenn doll. I saw it one time. I wish I would have got it. It was the same. It was a plush kind of body uh hard plastic head purple purple sweater and they weren't very popular they didn't last very long and before trick or this was around 2015 2016 i remembered oh my god i do remember seeing that glendale one time and i was just like you know as, as silly as it is i wouldn't mind just having one to have in the horror room i just go on ebay and try to find one let me go to spencer's and ask for it i remember going to spencer's a couple times and asking for it and they were like, oh, I don't, I don't see it. I don't think we have it in the back. Nah, who? Glenn? What's that? I was like, oh, it's this kid in one of the movies. He's got a purple shirt. And they would look for me. No, no, no. So I go on eBay. Finally, I start looking for them. And they're going for hundreds, hundreds of bucks. Because they they didn't make as many, I guess. They didn't sell as much or they didn't produce. They probably didn't produce half the amount of the Chuckies and Tiffany's they had. Um, and they still go for good money. Granted, now that trick or treat studios and NECA have gotten involved, you can just get higher quality versions of them. But I remember that. I remember that I never got the Tiffany just cause I was like, ah, the Chucky's fine. I don't, I don't really care to have the Tiffany, but, and then like the- a few years ago, they made a Chucky doll that came in the box. I have it in the closet. It's in the box and it's the same kind of plush body, but it's a non alive Chucky. It's like just a, a regular and it's, it's charming. It's not bad. I paid like sixty five for that retail as well. Got that twenty nineteen. So okay. there's a lot of options nowadays, which is remarkable. Ten years ago, if you wanted Chucky stuff, you had to get it from Japan and pay a lot of money, or get the cheap Spencer's doll that nobody likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cheap Spencer's doll that nobody likes that is definitely overpriced. Uh, I used to work at Spencer's, y'all. I can tell you, it's a uh, I never understood that either. Like, even when I was working there, I never understood. You know, one thing we never restocked? Chucky and Tiffany. Because they were up in the fucking rafters. Like, you could see them, and someone could buy them if they asked for it. But one, no one ever bought them. And two, it was almost like out of sight, out of mind. Like, if if you're looking for it, yeah, you can find it. But we're not really, you know. I do remember we had a, um, we had Chucky, we had Tiffany. We had the Tiffany in the bride dress. And we had Tiffany in the black jacket. We had two different ones. Um, we had scarred Chucky and uh, regular Chucky. And I do remember that the time period you're talking about, when I worked at Spencer's in 2011-ish, we had Glenn. Um, I do remember that. And I, re- <laughs> it's funny they're talking about it now because I remember like openly talking shit about how we had Glenn when I worked there. And I'd be like, no one's going to buy that fucking thing. No one's going to buy it. Like, yeah. and that was, you know, of course, cause I was just like, oh, fuck that movie. Um, but yeah, yeah, we, and we had it, we had a Tiffany in the, yeah, we had that one. Uh, no, we, well, we had one, she didn't have, she didn't have the veil. Um, 
Maybe she did. I know we had two of them. Yeah, just... I. This is this is not a great picture, but I know that's that's the. That's the. This is a small picture. It's probably hard for you to see on your phone, but like that is the doll I remember seeing, and that's the Chucky I have. I still have it, and just mm-hmm. shoved in the closet. But the uh, the Spencers. Christian got fucking two million views on a video of Chucky. Yeah, I was lucky, dude, because that Chucky I have, a guy in the UK made it for me before Trick or Treat even mentioned the idea of even doing it. So when I had that Chucky, dude, I was a talk of the town. Like I was a very, I was part of a select group of human beings that had a, a custom child's play doll. Look at that ugly you know? motherfucker. Okay. Um, this is it. Yeah, this is this this is yes, exactly it. Now I saw it one time. Nick, dude, like these are going for money. I think they still go for a pretty penny. Dude, it's not even very accurate to the movie. That's the crazy thing. His forehead is gigantic. The eyes look weird. Like it's even uglier than Glenn. Look at this, dude. Eight hundred bucks. Fuck that. For it. I mean, yeah. You who's know. who's selling it? Don Mancini. <laughs> Shit. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I remember. Uh, that's it, dude. I remember seeing it one time. And I feel silly for not grabbing it. You know, I'd probably just, I should have just gotten it because I could, I mean, it'd be worth a lot of money if I wanted to sell it. Not that I sell anything because I'm a hoarder, but um, yeah, you know. Dude, you ever thought about that? I mean, obviously you have because you just mentioned it, but like I've, I've thought about that so many times looking at some of the stuff I have and I'm like, oh, that could go for like $500. Oh, that could go for like $300, but I'm never going to sell it. Like I, I, I I'm never going to sell it, but like, yeah, like the Halloween box set, that thing goes for like no cheaper than like four hundred nowadays. Like I see people listing that shit on Amazon and eBay for four or five hundred bucks, and it sells. People will buy it, but I could never part with it. Like I, I just I couldn't. Um, that German Blu-ray of Halloween two I have with the postcards and everything in it, I bought it at the time for I think fifty dollars. I've seen it resold on eBay for hundred hundred fifty dollars, like. You know, there's just, there's some shit that I, and that, I guess I didn't know about this. One of my subscribers told me about this in my, my Halloween co- uh, collection video I did last year. He was like, you have the MCA universal Halloween two VHS. I was like, uh, yeah, I, I guess he's like, dude, that goes for a lot of money now. He's like, most of the time you can only find find the good times Halloween two VHS, which I have that one too. And uh, he's like, the MCA universal one is like long gone. Like you you can only buy that from people selling it on like eBay. And I was like, I had no idea. Like I just VHS in general. It's like, it's, it's such a commodity. Now there was a booth at Texas Frightmare over the weekend selling VHS tapes and prices were just on the stuff was astronomical, astronomical. And people, people will buy it. <clears throat> yeah. People just collect VHSs now. And it's just like a thing. I mean, do you ever go back ever and try to watch something on VHS just for the nostalgia? Fuck no, dude. Like, I, I, I think it's no offense. I think it's just ridiculous. Like, I really want to watch a movie in four three where I can't even see half the screen and it looks like shit. Like, come on. Like, absolutely not. Like, do you think a filmmaker wants you to watch his movie like that or her, her movie? Maybe, maybe Rob just, Zombie. Maybe Rob Zombie, <laughs> you know, but it's just no, I, I have no desire. Uh and but Christian, you collect laser disc. Yeah, but laser disc looked incredible i mean they were widescreen a lot of times they were presented the exact ratio that the filmmaker made it 
you know, I have Martin Scorsese films and every one I have, I know is in the exact aspect ratio he filmed it in like Cape fear, all that. Not just so, that. I think, I think laser discs are far more collectible than VHS. That's just my opinion, but I think they are. Dude, you know, it's interesting. I would, I would agree with you. Um, but I went to half price books and maybe it's just the store. I don't know. No, it, it just, it, I think it really depends on laser disc. Like, you know, look, I, I'm embarrassed to try to tell you how much money's worth of stuff I have. I'm embarrassed. I didn't want to admit it. I could probably buy another house. I have just just the laser discs for Halloween alone that I have. I have Japanese laser discs, Americans. I could probably get between that, all my Friday the thirteenth, I have all of them. Some Japanese, same with Elm Street. I have all of them and some Japanese. Good God, thousands. Just that alone. Uh, the criterion laser disc for Halloween goes for a pretty penny. I would I know never it does. sell that. It's an amazing I release. I have looked it up many times to buy it and can never pull the trigger. Same thing with the uh, Japanese Halloween four um, that is on eBay. Last I saw it was like three hundred dollars on eBay. Yeah. Um, but I love it's, the artwork so much. Like I, I just yeah. I told myself I'm going to get it. Like I'm going to get it eventually. But I need to be in a much better financial place. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's tough. You know, I got really lucky, right? I, I When I started getting into Laserdisc, it was 13 years ago, and I I was getting movies for $5, $5, $10 a piece. Like, I was getting Rocky. I got Rocky widescreen, two-disc version, blah, 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 CAV, like $10, $3 shipping. I would get um, Friday the 13th Part 2 or 3 for like 25 and that was high for me at the time to pay that for a movie, dude. Now it's it's to get J like to get like I have a Jason Takes Manhattan that's in pristine condition. I got really lucky. Sydney found it. It's eighty nine laser disc. Good God, I could probably get well over a hundred bucks for it. Well over a hundred bucks for it if I wanted to. I just, dude, I, I I don't know what it was. Like I just got into laser disc <laughs> and I didn't stop for like three four years. I got everything I wanted. If you name it. Odds are I probably have it. Like Creep Show Two, got it. Pet Cemetery, got it. Graveyard Shift, got it. Um, fucking, uh, just name it. Like I've probably I've got a lot of horror stuff on Laserdisc, and it's if I sold it, dude. But that's just the thing. It's like I don't. I hate selling stuff. Yeah, because I I know what happens is the second I sell something, I'm gonna like. The second I get rid of it. Is when I'm gonna like I'm gonna wish I had it back. That's just how it is. Like whenever you need, remember you, know, you ever have something in your house that's just always in your fucking way. Let's say let's say it's like a uh, take something take something simple. Let's say it's one of those things you plug into headphones that go into the port of your iPhone. Yeah, and you don't need it, and it's on your coffee table. It's just always there, and then you kind of get shit out the way. And then the second I let's say I'm like, hey Nick, I need you to listen to this song or check this out, and you want to put your headphones on. Granted, the headphones you have may plug straight in. Pretend they don't, and you're just like, no problem. Let me find where the fuck is that thing? You like, then you can't find it. That's life for me. So yeah. I just, I just, I rather feel like I don't care about this shit, but I have it as opposed to. Missing it. I hate the feeling of missing stuff that I need. It was well, not it. just, it's not just that you're absolutely right, but it's also for people like you and for people like me that, that, and, and most people listening to this right now that love physical media and, and love collecting memorabilia and stuff like that. It means more to you than just what it physically is. Like right. it's, it, it's kind of part of you. And if you let go of it, 
you feel like you lose a part of yourself. And, you know, that's why I, I have some posters that are rolled up that I, I've had for years and years and years that I have no intention of ever hanging. Movies that I'm like, I would never put that poster on my wall, but I'd never get rid of it. I, it's just, it's just kind of like a part of me. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I think that that is, I don't know. I, I've looked, I've thought many times, you know, I've had people ask me to, specifically again, I'll mention this, to buy my Halloween box set. And I, every time I'm just like, I, I can't do it. I had a guy last year after my collection video message me and tell me he'd pay me $500. And I was like, I, I'm not looking to sell it. Like, I'm just, I'm not. And yeah. it's, it's just, it takes me back too, man. I remember when I got that box set, when that thing came out and how big of a deal that was. And as a Halloween fan being like, holy shit, they Did got you get all the, the movies. What, what, what do you mean? You didn't get that? I, well, I don't know. I don't even really know if I know what a lithograph is. Because so <laughs> um, I was going to Sydney didn't let me do it. This guy offered me $1,000 for it. So when the box set came out, it was the, the premier bundle was you got the box set and then you got this long rectangular poster. And it's the artwork of the box set on this really, really high quality paper. It's like, it's like more than paper. It's felty. It feels felty. It's a piece of art in our living room. I'll take a picture and show it to you later, but they go for and ridiculous. This was like the first five or 600 people that ordered it. I was one of them. I got it. And this guy offered me a thousand bucks for it. I don't think I did. I don't think I did, but admittedly I didn't order. I didn't pre-order it. I got it. Uh, a few weeks after it had already been out, uh, I I had seen that it went up for pre-order and everything like that, and I was like, I have to, yeah, you know, I, I have to plan accordingly for this because I believe it was only like refresh my memory, but wasn't it like eighty nine ninety nine when it came out. Like it wasn't crazy. I think it was like eighty nine ninety nine. It was. I mean, it was definitely a fair price. I I think at my FYE they had one. I had already gotten it, but I remember seeing it there, which I thought was cool, and it was probably that. Yeah, probably. I mean, exactly one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me with YouTube is I got to give a shout out to Sammy, uh, Sammy uh, Solis. Uh, I believe he's a patron of both of ours. And I know he listens to the pod one Saturday, day. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Sammy, Sammy Marez Solis. Uh, okay. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, um, he messaged me one day a few months ago and was just like, Hey, do you have the screen factory Friday box set? I was like, no, no, I don't have it. He's like, what? I'm going to send it to you. I was like, dude, you don't have to do that. He's like, it's on sale. Like, I want to, I want to get it for, like, I want to get it for you. Let me send it to you. Like, what's your address? And he just sent it to me. And I was really like, nice of him. Yeah. yeah, that was really cool because like those things ain't cheap. And I did not want to miss out on, on that set. And I have the old school, not the old, well, I shouldn't say old school. You have the old school nightmare DVD set that I still want to get my fucking hands on. Like, yeah. I know that's like a holy grail, not because it's, great presentation and special features no it's just it's a really cool nostalgic piece yeah it does have it's got a it's got a separate dvd that's really good some of it i don't even recall if it's been ported onto the blu-ray stuff um but it's 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 everything collectors like man separate cases original artwork like i I have the i have the blu-ray box set that (laughs) they put out after the fact but that you know it's not you know like i i forgot about this the um they put a couple Freddy's Nightmares episodes on here. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, they got the debut on there, which is cool. But um, I mean, how much does know. that DVD set go for now? The old school one. Oh, I mean, it depends on where you get it. it, it circumstances can let's see. Nightmare. I guess things from 1999. DVD box set. All right, let's see what uh the old Google machine says. Got to be at least a hundred bucks, at least. Um. Looks that way. I see some on eBay starting bid around sixty-five, which means it'd probably go up pretty good. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I think you could, if you luck out, you might be able to find a deal. Well, that's them. that. That's honestly not crazy. I, I'd pay a hundred bucks for that. I would. I, I'd probably honestly pay a little bit more. Uh, to be, I frank. love it, man. It's it, it's nice. It's it's. I lucked out. I got it at U, FYA used. I got it used. Somebody brought it in to FYA probably. 2015 and i just went and saw it and i was like oh i'm not leaving with dude that. that's what i'm telling you at uh that god I, I, game swap i think is what it's called in my area i only have one in my area i found that hills have eyes blue two blu-ray uh-huh. for uh the the sequel to the remake for five bucks and i posted a video my fye haul video last year when i bought it and i had people in the comments like dude you know that's really rare, right? I was like, no. And people are like, yeah, it's like as rare as the Black Christmas 2006 Blu-ray. Like, you, it's out of print. You can't find it. And then I went on Amazon and eBay. It's selling for like 50, 60 bucks cheapest a pop. And I was it, like, holy shit. I remember you telling me about that. And I was like, I was just like, really? Like, that's out of, that's rare? Because I, I had it, I bought him in a two-pack, mm-hmm. those movies. And I was like, this is rare? Like, okay. Like, I can't even keep up with some of this stuff, dude. I know, like some people, their knowledge is way more vast than mine, which is cool because there was two copies of it there, and I bought one of them, and I almost thought about going and snagging the second one and selling it. Like yeah. I was like, I could sell that online, but uh, I probably wouldn't do that if somebody didn't have it and they wanted it. I'd probably send it to them if I would have bought the second one because I'm still waiting for someone to offer to send me the Black Christmas 06 Blu-ray. Like, do you have that? No, I remember we we talked about that a while ago. I I did some digging. I've got the DVD of it. Same. I don't I don't even know that I've ever. No, I'm lying to you. I saw the HD DVD for it one time years ago. So I didn't even see the Blu-ray. I saw the HD DVD of it. Unless I'm unless I'm imagining that. Let me Google that. I'm pretty no. I'm pretty sure it had an HD DVD. Because it was 2006, so that was like yeah. the, the few years that people were like, well, "What's going to be king? HD DVD or Blu-ray?" <laughs> okay, yeah, it's got an HD. I'm that's what I saw. I saw yep. the HD DVD. It's just crazy the 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 second life that movie has had just got completely eviscerated when it came out. And now most people are like, you know what? I like that movie. And everyone wants a Blu-ray of it. Yeah. Where the fuck is Scream Factory at, man? Like, come on. Well, it's it's weird, right? Like they, I think their next step needs to be. Look, granted, like I'm, I, I'm getting a lot of the movies they're putting out in 4K, but it's just like, cause it's just retreading all the titles that they've done, and some of them, like I, I'm, I'm down for, but others, I'm just like, oh god, like, but like, there's an area of horror around this time that we're talking about that I think it's at least old enough to be, people would be like. Oh, I'll get that because I remember seeing that. Maybe like movies like this. But you got to imagine that they've tried. Like I don't know what the deal is. Who owns the rights to Black Christmas? Do you even know? Well, I'll, yeah. Let me. I'll take my screen off, but I'll Wikipedia it and and just see who released it and all that. 
I was it Screen Gems? Even tell you. Uh, let's see. Um, wasn't Weinstein? Was it? I don't know. Distributed by Dimension uh, and MGM. Uh, okay. So now it's owned by Amazon, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Because Amazon, Amazon owns MGM now. So and Dimension obviously is no longer a thing. So and this one did it did it did okay at the box office. It wasn't a runaway success, but it certainly modest. It's I mean yeah, but it it got eviscerated like you know critically and and with fans like at the time nobody liked it. But I was just gonna say I mean we're looking now almost twenty years later. How often do you see people post about that movie around Christmas time? A lot. A lot of people really like that movie now. A lot of people have found a newfound appreciation for that movie. Yeah, I, I, I also think that a lot of people, a lot of horror fans are down with having a lot of the movies they love now have remakes. I think we're so past the point of that being a thing that it's not even like I think it's fun for them to be like, oh, I can watch I can watch my bloody Valentine OG and I can go jam the remake. And yeah, it's, mm. I think they enjoy that now. I know I do. I think it's when you're past the point of that glass ceiling of like, oh, do we go here? Do we do this? Once we're past all that, I think people kind of like, you know, they become more open to it. And whether, whether, you know, I like this film. I'm not super, super crazy about it. I, I do think that the 2019 film probably had a lot of people either go back and revisit and say, oh, okay. Okay. You know, and that's cool, um, but it, it certainly has a fan base. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong; I, I do like it. Um, leaps and leaps and miles over 2019. But I think, well, I for me personally, I think the reason why I'm so cool with that movie is because when you announce a remake to a movie like Black Christmas or Halloween, you know, or the God forbid, The Exorcist, like if you're gonna do that, please just be totally different. Like just just be totally different. Like don't don't try to do the same thing over again. Don't try to recapture that. Like if you just be completely different, and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. But and that's what this one did. It was completely different. Like it wasn't. It was just like it was schlocky. Like it, and, right. and and that was it, it was that's all it was going for. Like we're gonna have a ton of Christmas atmosphere. The movie's dripping in atmosphere. Like. And it's just going to be bloody and there's going to be hot chicks and nasty shit. And like, I'm cool with that. Like, and it didn't try to be the original movie. Um, and I, I always give Rob credit for that for with Halloween, believe it or not. Although I'm not huge into that movie now, I do respect the hell out of him for being like, I'm going to do something different. Like I'm going to, you know, at least for the first half of the movie, like I, I definitely want to surprise some people. You know, if you're going to remake a movie like that's that popular and that important to cinema, just be different. Like, just, yeah. yeah. Um, I was reading this right here. So, Black Christmas was released on DVD and HD DVD on April 15, 2007 by Genius Products. Genius Products was a home entertainment company mm -hmm. based in Santa Monica. The DVD release they did Halloween 2007 as well. Genius. Yeah. It says the DVD release was available in widescreen and full screen features unrated cuts of the film runs two minutes longer than the actual. The film has not received a Blu-ray release in the United States, but in 07, the film received a region free Blu-ray release in Germany that contained both the North American and unrated cuts of the film. This is probably what you've seen right here. In 2008, it received a short print region, a Blu-ray release in Canada. 
which released, which contained the R-rated 90-minute cut of the film. In 2022, another Blu-ray release containing the North American theatrical and unrated cut, as well as the European cut of the film, was released in Germany. So if you've seen the Blu-ray from somebody, they probably had that German, I mean, that Canadian release. Yeah, yeah no, it was. It was the Canadian. And I do remember, I believe it was Dave Vanderhoff that was telling us uh, last year, into last year, like, hey, they got a, you know, a German one coming out. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. But like, and, and you know, if I have to settle for that, I will. But you and I both know how this goes. We've literally talked about this a dozen fucking times on here that like the moment one of us or both of us decides, screw it, I'm just going to grab the German Blu-ray. Later that year, Scream Factory is going to announce a special edition 4K. And it's going to be like, so I just spent 60 bucks on this fucking thing. <clears throat> and you're going to come out with a 4K. Like, it's just how it goes. Yeah, that's why I typically just wait. Typically, I'll wait. Some stuff I don't. The Hitcher I got, and I came out pretty good on that. And it's um, prime It's prime for a 4K, too, because none of the previous editions have any special features. So you could load it with special features. You Like, yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. that. Uh, maybe this will be the year. Who knows? Maybe it won't be Scream Factory. I don't know who else would. Eh, it would have to be. I was I gonna can't, say, yeah. You know, it can't. I they can't did the original, remember. so. I don't know. I just don't. Which know. is a great 4K, by the way. The the uh, the Scream Factory of the original is a great one. Um, that was Scream, right? Yeah. Yeah, they put it out in 4K. Yeah. yeah. They did. I'm not as up to, you know, with the, the labels. Like, I, I don't, you know, sometimes I don't know whether it was VS or Vestron or, or whoever. But, I mean, I, I I just go based off title. Like, if it's a movie that I really wanted a 4K for. I mean, I know you're definitely a lot, like, very well versed in each label and, and what their strengths and cons are. So, yes, sir. That's what I do. Um, I don't know. It's been a fun episode, man. Chilpa says anything else you want to kind of talk about or. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to cut it too early. We're only at an hour. We can go a little bit longer. I mean, I sure. got plenty, always got plenty of stuff to talk about. And honestly, the, the fans always tell us these are their favorite episodes, you know? Sure. So, Absolutely. um, just trying to think now that I'm like looking over here. I mean, so I know that you, you did a video recently on like, movies that you either want or think could be getting 4ks this year um i mean what are like obviously we've talked about the rob zombie halloween movies but like what are some that are like top of your wish list like you just say the dead okay that it's see how quick i answered yeah um absolutely day of the dead it's weird because scream factory's trajectory of their 4k releases are very bizarre to me um I, I, obviously I can't understand totally without them be, being able to say, okay, well, this is why we have, because every time a new format requires a new license that I know mm-hmm. new format is a totally different contract, totally different license. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. I get that. But um, it's weird that they'll put out stuff like Bubba Hotep and stuff before titles that they know would sell. And then they lose Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Um, but anyway, let me answer your question. Day of the Dead, I certainly want a 4K of. Uh, Psycho 2, but I think Arrow is working on that because they made a teaser post 
months ago about that. And it was clearly Norman from Psycho 2. Because the first movie's got a 4K. looks great. I have it. Um, what else do I want a 4K of? Um, <laughs> of course, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm -hmm. uh, which I don't think we're going to get a box set at this point. I think... I, I've And I've said this a thousand times. I was told... And people are not stupid. They know who I probably talk to. But I was told uh, that people were legitimately working on special features for it a few years ago. Like legitimately doing it. And then they were yep. told to stop. So, Yeah, Christian and I got that information from a few people that that, that was happening. And then it just stopped. Yeah. Like, um, What else do I want a 4K of? Uh... I tell you, I would really like the fly, the, the 86 fly. That would be awesome. Um, I don't know, man. It's like it, with Charlie Band, his weird MO right now is putting out titles that have the, the biggest reception from the audience. So, like, he did Trancers first, and then he did Puppet Master 3, which is the most, I think, the most well-received Puppet Master, which is cool, but it's just like, come on, brother. Give me the first one. I need the first Puppet Master on 4K. Um, I'm looking over here at some stuff. Uh, Amityville 2, I want a 4K of. I mean, I've got this, which is out of print now, but this is the Scream Factory trilogy that's got one, two, and three on it. And I think part two is the best one. I'm not really a giant fan of the original, I like it. Not the remake's better. Remake's good too. That had uh, what's his face? Uh, Reynolds, yep. Yeah, I remember. I remember liking. I remember liking that movie. But Amityville Two is fucking incredible. That movie is just falls to the wall crazy. I want a four K of that. Um, there's a lot of stuff, dude. There's a lot of stuff. Um, oh, do you? Okay, so I mean, I, I would say Hellraiser. I think, Hellraiser One and Two. Yes. I want a four K of. Yes. But it's I, it's interesting that there are amazing four K scanned uh, Blu-rays that Arrow put out. They look incredible. I just wonder how much better that they would look on 4k and then you got to have the proper stuff dude a lot of like i'm telling you i had a 4k tv i still have we, we moved it to the bedroom once i got a qled dude it's night and day different from just having a an lcd night and day um so that's actually changed the game for me a lot in terms of uh truly seeing the difference in and from 4k hdr from blu-ray I think but, there's uh, a good chance that you get a Nightmare on Elm Street, at least part one, 4K for the 40th. I do think right. there's a good chance. Yeah. Because then it's just so blaring. It's Because like right now at Walmart, you can go to Walmart and see these. They're doing this thing with like Warner Brothers 100, and they're mm -hmm. repackaging a bunch of stuff. And there's an Elm Street, Elm Street one. It's kind of cool. It's golden. You open up the flap, and you can see all these pictures, and a lot, all the movies represented really well. You'll see Baby Freddy in some. You'll see uh, the girls from Dream Warriors with the spiky hair. Like you'll see all kinds of pictures from the series, and it's just like, well, that's cool. But like, fuck, man. The only thing that gives me hope right now is they pulled the Elm Street films off of HBO, uh, and right now I don't think you can watch them anywhere besides uh, renting them. And my hope is that the reason they're pulled right now is because they're going through the remastering process for them. That's completely wishful thinking. And I'm probably dead ass wrong. Well, I mean, I don't know why that would be wishful thinking because 
you know, HBO Max is obviously Warner. And if if they pulled that, what what other reason would they have to take one of their most popular properties off their streaming service? Well, it's probably something really stupid. Is you know, my hope mm-hmm. is they pulled them because they're remastering the films, and they're going to put them back on the sites when they're completely remastered, and then hopefully there'll be a physical release of the movies. Um, I. <laughs> It, it, when you say it out loud, yeah, it makes total sense, right? But like I said, it's probably something stupid. <laughs> you know, that, that's what I'm that's what I've convinced myself of. It's just like Christian, like, of course what you're saying makes sense, but be real, it's gonna be something fucking stupid. And then they're just gonna show back up and it's gonna be the same thing again. Dude, what if they came out with a a new DVD box set? <laughs> like how mad um, would you be? <laughs> pretty livid. Yeah. <laughs> pretty livid uh even if it was a new blu-ray set quite frankly i'd be pretty livid well no, no i'm not if they remaster the films different story yeah yeah but it's same scans you know just <laughs> and they don't look that bad like they really don't like this i give it shit these don't look horrible they they look pretty good but these movies have so much detail and they're so rich in imagery and special effects it's just it's criminal Dude, I mean, it's, and like, it's, like, it's what's what's the fucking excuse at this point? Friday the 13th, which is in like it has been in the worst legal situation ever in my fucking lifetime when it comes to distribution of a horror film. It's been getting new 4Ks every year. So like Par- Paramount's really 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 good about releasing There's Paramount is one of the few big companies nowadays that still does physical media to the 10th degree. I mean, new they, they really are. Sucks, man. New Line is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah i mean paramount's really good like if if paramount's putting something out like look dude how many studios do you know are doing this how many big major studios are doing is that paranormal this? activity this is the new box set yeah yeah like how many look individual cases how many studios are doing and this is paramount cl- clearly saying uh look what they did with our friday the 13th movies they uh, you know we should we should belly up on that or we should we should join in on that and it's a great box set. You get granted it's on Paramount Plus, but you get the documentary Unknown Dimension. Um, uh, you get the only way to own this on Blu-ray is this set. Next of Kin has a DVD, but if you get I, the I was going to ask if that was in there. I, I want to say, yeah, they actually give you a uh, Ghost Dimension in true 3D. If you have the, I need to get that PlayStation. What is that headset thing called? VR. They yeah my my buddies told me it's like hey dude if you have a PlayStation Four get that set up and you can truly experience with the headset thing like real 3D with that it's the same experience I was like oh fuck then I can watch porn too yeah <laughs> but uh dude Paramount's great so I mean they're really good I I am really hoping that you know there's a Friday the Thirteenth this year in October. It's gonna be in City's fifth wedding anniversary too, but it'll be a I was say it'd be a great present for me if Paramount puts out part two on 4K as well, because they've already apparently of course the Screen Factory box set the first four movies are complete new 4K scans from the original camera negative, so that means that the process has been done. They should be able to add HDR and everything to make 4Ks of those already. Maybe this will be the time of year, which would be great. So, but Paramount's the best. They put out everything, even if it doesn't go to theaters. Um, dude, they put out 
obviously they put out Orphan First Kill, but they also like original stuff that they do. They did. There's this great show called Tulsa King. I loved it. Stallone. That's an exclusive Paramount Plus show. It's only on the app. They're releasing it a set the DVD a Blu-ray set of the season one. Like, dude, nobody does this anymore. Netflix kind of did it for a bit, but that was only with select stuff. Paramount yeah. puts everything out on physical media. So like everybody should be championing Paramount for how good they are to us with physical media. Still, they put it, they, they put everything out still. They're the last one big studio doing that. Everything. If they make it, it gets a Blu-ray or a DVD. No other company, Warner brothers. I mean, none of them do this anymore. It makes you wish that anybody, but Warner brothers had nightmare. Like seriously, like anybody, but them because yeah, they really don't care. I mean, they, they really they don't, don't a, care. They don't have a rat's ass. No, no. I mean, they didn't even like Warner Brothers has all the DC movies. And I know the DCEU is a jumbled mess at this point. And, you know, what connects to what and everything. But like, I don't even know if they've done any big box sets of those movies or, or you know, it's like even Maybe their more so. popular titles. They just you just don't see it. I think they literally I mean, dude, fuck. No, perfect example. The Conjuring universe, when they finally put seven of them in one, I fucking have that thing too. I love it. I love it's good the like art. Steelbook. Yeah, I love the steelbook. The movie is bad, but I love the steelbook. But they come out with the Conjuring universe and they put it all on in a single Blu-ray case. Yeah. On like two or three discs. And I'm like, this is fucking awful. Yeah, it's it's not that good. I mean, I, don't, I just don't know, dude. I really don't know what's going on with uh, Warner Brothers. They'll do certain. I don't know if they put out that Superman set, if that was just Lionsgate. Let me see. Because they did an incredible Superman set. It's in a steel box with all steelbook movies separated. Uh, like every Superman movie? The original run. Oh, okay. um, I mean, I still haven't. I've never even seen the Henry Cavill ones. I've never seen him. I only fuck with old superhero movies, man. I really do. Like, I Superman Four is incredibly ridiculously bad. I love it. I think there's even like Manhattan signs where it's supposed to be Metropolis, but it was a canon film. It was it's crazy. Any, I don't want to. I don't want to waste too much time on this. Maybe that I know that there is one, but I don't even know if that was Warner Brothers. Um, maybe it is, but I don't know. It's just. I think you could do something really incredible with the Conjuring universe. Oh, um, that box set would be fucking killer, dude. It would be really. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, I don't. I mean, a couple things got announced today. The uh, first trailer for the Nun Two comes out on Thursday, and we got our first first look photos. And let me just tell you, the Nun looks creepy as shit in the photo. Did you see it? I'm googling it right now. Dude, she's like standing in a doorway smiling and it's fucking terrifying. Like it's I dude, I said it as a joke, but no doubt that this one's going to be a lot better than. uh Yeah, it's going to take the same trajectory as Annabelle. The first one was not very good. And then they took a few years off and came out with Annabelle creation, which was really good. So, yeah. Is that, is that it? That's it. Uh, yeah, dude, that's fucking creepy. Let me see if I could zoom in on that. I zoomed in on the face and she's like smiling. She looks like Vera Farmiga. Like she look it looks like Vera Farmiga. 
maybe maybe the people can see that a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I mean, it's such a great idea for a horror character. It's old school. Got the you got the religion thing. Religion always scares people because that's that's part of their actual life. For the average person, that's part of their actual life. And you're talking about eternity. So when you fuck around and do stuff that involves God and the devil and evil, uh, people get sucked into that stuff, man. That'll always I, that kind of stuff will always be successful. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm really hyped for it because I do think it'll be good. But they also announced today a spinoff of Insidious. Did you see this? No. It's going to be called Thread, an Insidious story, I believe. And it's going to take place in the Insidious universe, but it's going to be like Annabelle is to The Conjuring. It's going to be a spinoff to the mainline universe. Or Thread <laughs> and Insidious Tale. Yeah. Okay, that, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Mandy Moore and... Um, the singer? I don't know. It said Mandy Moore. She's in it. And uh, I, I don't want to mess up his name. Uh, the actor. Yeah, that guy. Those are the two people cast. Kumal Nanjiani. Mm -hmm. Good looking dude. Dude, Mandy Moore is a singer. Unless there's a different Mandy Moore. Like when I was a kid, Mandy Moore was like really popular. I don't know. I mean, you'd know better than me because I, I have zero knowledge. I, her name sounds familiar, but like I didn't know from where. But I got to tell you, man. I, I Insidious would have been one of the last franchises I ever thought was going to get a spinoff, especially because we're five movies in now and there's never been a spinoff. So it's like to do a spinoff is interesting. Like I'm, I'm not opposed to it, but I'm just kind of like, okay. Um, like we're building an insidious universe now too. I mean, I'll tell you that tells me that they have a lot of faith in the fifth movie, which I think it's going to do buku bucks i really do insidious has been gone for a few years now and the fourth one made the most money of all of them so uh you know i yeah yeah i mean it's it's not bad when you take some time off too i mean i get excited i'll get excited about that kind of stuff when you give me a break i think having a break is important so and dude, have, the last key is low-key my jam dude you know? it's yeah, it's the first one since the first one where I actually felt like the antagonist was really interesting and creepy. Like the Keyhole Demon, I think it's really fucking cool and is played by Javier Botet, who's just a great creature actor. Does like every creature. And he did um, shit. What did he do? He did uh, Slender Man. He did, which the movie sucks, but uh, he did the, um, uh, the Crooked Man. He did um, the Bye Bye Man. Man, maybe you know, he did the uh he did the leper in it 2017 uh he's got a really weird body and so they always cast him as like weirdly shapen creatures and right. uh yeah so also um uh there was one other thing i i, I had um that i wanted you, to get you, you kill me when you tell me you're a, you you were afraid of the fabio dracula guy in the first insidious dude like that is the funniest <laughs> shit to me and dude, i'm just I like was. this i still i'm still convinced you're fucking with me because that no to me it's comically un unscary no ask my mom when we watched that movie for the first time it creeped me the fuck out <laughs> It's just like this dude's like looks like he's got a glass call at the bar. He's just mm. walking up and down. Look, I I can't explain it, but it freaked me. It freaked me out, man. 
Uh, what are you going to say though? I'm sorry. I, I'm no, I'm trying to remember, but, um, yeah, no. Uh, Oh, are you going to be checking out the boogeyman? Of course. Are you going to see it this weekend? Yeah. If it's this weekend, I'm off this weekend. I'll see it yeah, this weekend. It comes out this week. I'm going to see it Thursday night. And like, I was kind of iffy on it. I thought the trailer looked fine and I know it's a Stephen King story. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm open to it, but the first reactions came out for it. And I mean, I, I don't like to get too high or too low based off of reviews. Like I've never been one to do that, but I mean, everyone across the board is saying it's fucking scary. Like they're like, this movie is scary. And I mean, PG 13 now is really a non-factor to me. Yeah. It, it, and also, I mean, if you can build suspense and terror and, and dread and stuff, it doesn't need to be rated R. It can be PG 13 all at once. But to hear these people saying this, like everyone saying it, I'm sitting here starting to go like, please don't let me down. Like, mm-hmm. because I would love to go see a movie on the big screen that genuinely freaks me out. Like it doesn't happen a lot. Well, um, IMDB says was originally meant to be released straight to streaming on Hulu, but the strong reception from test screenings prompted 20th century studios to instead give it a wide theatrical release. Somebody that I follow that is, uh, you know, he's, a uh, he's in the industry as like a reviewer and a news guy and everything like that. He posted up his social reaction the other night after he saw a screening of it. And he Mm -hmm. was like, I I was weary about it being PG 13. Uh, Let me just tell you, this movie is scary as shit and I don't get scared easily. And I was like, okay, like that gives, it makes me go like, Oh man, just please. Like I haven't had a movie theater experience close to the conjuring since the conjuring. Like, I'll be totally honest with you. Like, that was the last movie in theaters that I was like, oh, no, no, this is freaky. Um, I want something like that again. I really, really do. The last great one I had at home, believe it or not, there was moments in Hell House, I'll be totally honest, and all three of the movies, honestly, uh, that there were like that were creepy, that I was like, this is creepy. But I think the mm-hmm. creepiest at-home experience I've had in the last 10 years was The Autopsy of Jane Doe. That movie great fucked movie. me up. Great yeah. movie. Yeah. Mm. Rated PG-13 for terror, violent content, teen drug use, and some strong language. So basically, the only thing to give you an R rating nowadays is sexuality. That's what it Pretty sounds much. like. Multiple F-bombs or boobs. I mean, that's really it. Um, I like the all- poster on it. Like a staircase going down like a basement or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for it, but like, and I'm going to do a review, you know, Thursday night after I get out of it. And I'll put it up on my channel and everything. But, like, I just – I don't want to be let down. Like, I, I really don't want to be let down. But I will say the most recent Stephen King adaptations, the ones that he's given glowing reviews to, I've also really enjoyed. You know, he loved Dr. Sleep, and and I do too. And he he obviously loved the It movies, and, and so do I. And he liked Pet Cemetery 2019, and I didn't love it, but I liked it too. I, you know, I, I put it in my video that I did yesterday of underrated. You know, there were some people in the comments that I was like, guys, I'm not saying these are better than the original. I'm just saying these movies I feel like are underrated. And I definitely think Pet Cemetery 2019 is, and I don't even think it's the movie's fault. I think the trailer ruined it for everyone. And so they went into the movie arms, fo- arms folded like, well, now I know I already know what's going to happen. And uh, which was unfortunate because I think it's a solid movie. Yeah, it's, like uh, I like Lithgow. Yeah, I always like Lithgow. I just never revisit it. 
I know it, it's not. I've I've watched it. I think one time since after it came out in theaters. I watched it one time on Blu-ray, and and I enjoyed it still. Like I was like, it's fine. Yeah. I like the dour ending of it. I really do like that. That everybody's <laughs> fucking dead. Like mm-hmm. th- that's cool. The little girl was great once she was reanimated. Like I really thought she was. She stole the show. Um, but yeah, you know, and the cat. The cat was great. Love the cat. Big fluffy cat. You know. Love cat the was cat. good, yeah. They had, a, yeah. I like that they use a different looking, different looking cat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's so an you, man. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, I, I would tell everybody, you know, check it out this weekend. Uh, obviously, horror's hot right now, so I'm sure it's going to do good money. Um, Evil Dead Rise, man, 150 million dollars. No shit. If it's not there, it's right there. <laughs> are you Are you googling it? Yes, sir. Click on the Wikipedia page. Tell me what the box office hall says. Last forty, one forty four point six. Okay, so it's almost there. Um, Is it still in theaters right now? Yeah, but so it might not leg it out. But um, that's insane. I mean, that's insane to me. It did fifty million dollars more than twenty thirteen. Like, I tell you, dude, it did more than Scream Five. More than Scream Five. It's really interesting with uh, Evil Dead. You know, I wouldn't say it's top three, four, maybe even five of the biggest franchises ever, but for some reason, it it, it shows up and it makes an impression. Maybe I'm just yeah. wrong. It won't die, and and I don't want it to. But I also don't want to wait ten years between every movie. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say, last thing I wanted to talk about just really quickly is I'm kind of bummed out right now about the you know Writers Guild of America strike. Um, and I'm not bummed out by what they're doing. I, I support them fully, and I think that they should be compensated fairly. And uh, I think these companies need to get on that ASAP. Fight the power. But, yeah, while this is happening, I mean, nothing's getting written. Nothing's happening. So the reason we don't have an announcement on a new Evil Dead movie it's because of the strike, probably. Scream 7, strike plays into that. Um, the Batman 2, they had to stop, you know, polishing the script for it because of the strike. Like, you know, the longer this goes on, the longer we have Stranger Things 5. D- dude, they were already in pre-production on Stranger Things 5. They already had this, the high school set up and everything. I saw set photos of, like, they were deep in prep to start shooting uh, in a few weeks. It was supposed to start in June, beginning of June. And now everything's halted. and. Uh, you know, I wonder if these companies are like how long it's going to take before. I mean, we've seen this multiple times, these writer strikes. Um, I, it's a bummer, man, because we're not going to get any content made until this, you know, they reach a deal. Well, it's just just like get on with it. These studios like they know what they need to do. They know where they need to meet with these with these people. Just fucking do it already. You know, it's like, fuck. Let it, it'll, it, I, it'll last a few more weeks. And if it still goes into June when Stranger Things was supposed to start filming, you'll see Netflix go, All right, we need to do something because <laughs> yeah. this is our cash cow. So I was kind of looking up stuff about the strike. They want uh, better pay, stable pay structures, and as well as fairer deals and contracts on provisions about artificial intelligence per a list of Writers Guild of America proposals. What the hell's going on with this AI shit? It really all came I mean, to a head. 
Yeah, it came. It all came to a head because the talk really started happening that studios were looking into AI writing scripts, um, and that freaked a lot of writers out, rightfully so. And uh, studios were openly talking about how maybe one day we're just going to get to that point where people don't write scripts anymore. And uh, no, thank you. Sorry, I've seen some of this shit. Yeah, Chat GPT me? writes, and I'm like, no. I don't know. Oh, and all the stuff going to streaming is screwing the writers too. That's what I'm reading about. There's no, there's no, <laughs> everything's just like a black hole in terms of revenue streams for writers. And like, I'm sure all that streaming stuff is, they, they can't get honest information on that too. Most they're of the time, getting, those, they're probably getting screwed. Most of the time, those studios aren't even honest about the streaming numbers, about how yeah, well they're, they're doing. They're probably getting screwed bad. Yeah, but you would have to think that I think the straw that's going to break the camel's back is going to be Netflix because they have two things that were supposed to go into production ASAP, two of their bi their two biggest shows ever, Stranger Things Season 5 and Squid Game 2, uh, Season 2. And I never saw Squid Game, but I knew it was huge, just like Stranger Things. And, and Wednesday. Squid Game is awesome. Wednesday Season 2 is supposed to go into pr uh, production this year. Th those three shows alone – he, are massive. Here you go. Valentina Garza, a producer and writer who has worked on shows including Wednesday, Only Murders in the Building, and Jane the Virgin, shared one stark example on Twitter of how low residual payments can be on streaming services. In case anybody's wondering why the WGA is on strike, this is my streaming residual check for two episodes of Jane the Virgin, she tweeted, sharing a photo of a check made out for three cents, one for one cent, another for two cents. Yeah, that's incredibly ridiculous. Yeah, the people that literally craft the story. It's more they, insulting that they make a check for that much to send. Like that's a big that's like it's like it's it's more insulting to actually print like imagine it, the paper that you print the check on is worth more than the amount. Yeah. That's even more insulting than not even getting anything to me to give me yeah. three cents. Like do do you do you cash it? <laughs> I mean, fuck. Do you cash it and do the instant, like through your Chase Mobile app, and and take the, you know, uh, take the uh, the ten percent, like whatever it is, like they take like a one percent instant fee. To, yeah, <laughs> and then you get point three thirty seven mm -hmm. cents. Yeah, dude, Incredible. it's wild, wild. So yeah, I mean, more power to them. Keep fighting the good fight, and. uh I think all of us agree. I think this, I hope this ends really soon because there's a lot of really cool shit that was coming down the pipeline that I think most of us want to see. And, uh, being, uh, fans of film and TV, we definitely could use more film and TV. So right. let's, let's yeah. get our heads out of our asses and pay people what they deserve. I so agree. we stretched well, it to an hour and a half y'all. So we did good. We did good. Um, if you guys really like these episodes, be sure to let us know. Um, you know, obviously I can tell by the likes and views, but it's always good to just, if you're not a usual commenter, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Just let me know you're out there and uh, you enjoy the show and you enjoy these kinds of shows. Um, we do have the hundredth obviously coming up. I think we're going to get his and, and uh, drum dumps together for that. Uh, we'll get, we'll get with them. There may be granted when we get to that episode, guys, we, it, it may be a little bit of a stretch, and well, I may have to, I may have to plan the hundredth episode out considering I have to get both of those guys to agree to a time and date. Uh, all four of us would have to be able to do that. So it may be a little bit longer than two weeks, but 
uh, we'll make it happen unless for other reasons, it's just not possible. And it's just like, Oh, well, but I think we should be fine. And, um, if you want to, we should, I think we should do a showdown for it. I think we should do some kind of showdown, whether it's a franchise, whether it's an era, whether it's whatever it is, I think we should do some kind of showdown. Oh, with them on it. Yes. Okay. I like when there's more voices, uh, on a topic like that. The audience gets different perspectives from different people. I, I like that kind of stuff. I think we should be, I think that's what we should do. We should pit some franchises against each other or something. And, uh, you know, we'll see who comes out on top, but I think that would be fun, but yeah, guys, uh, th- you know, that'll be awesome. Uh, we're coming up on that really soon and, uh, I'm excited for it. Yep. Me too. Uh, well, there you go, guys. A chill episode. I'm going to go get off this computer. I'm going to go probably play a little bit of i I've been playing bowling on switch and I just, something very therapeutic about it. I just chill out. I put on my records and I just sit there and I bowl and just like, dude, just it's very, it's very, or sometimes I golf on there. I actually like to golf. I have some, I have clubs and stuff and I go in the backyard and I, I made a little makeshift golf hole, you know, um, but I like doing that kind of stuff. Maybe it's just as I get older, like all the stuff I made fun of, like I'm, I'm into it now. I'm into the old people stuff. Hey, I, I set up a, I set up a net in my backyard in the summertime and I go out there and I, I throw pitches. Like I, I've I've been doing that for a few years. I get 60, 60 feet away from it, just like in the majors. And, uh, I have like a strike zone made out of tape and, uh, I just throw pitches at it. Um, and I, it's, I think it's cause I, I regret never playing baseball cause I think it's the one sport I would have been good at. I'm tall and lanky and I'm left-handed. So I, you know, usually that equates to, you should be a pitcher. I couldn't tell you how many times mm. people said you never pitched. And I was like, no, but I do it now. I can throw it pretty hard. I can throw it pretty fast. I, you know, I got a nice little slider, I'm very happy about my slider. Um, I only have a slider and a fastball, but you know what? Yeah, I get it, man. Sometimes it's fun to just go out there and do that. But yeah. working on a, I'm I'm working on a uh, on a changeup, but it's uh, it's hard. Sometimes I'll let that fucker go, and it'll just completely miss the net entirely. So you know. Well, there you have it, guys. Another week, episode ninety eight of the Unita Horror Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you ep- next time with episode ninety nine. What is it going to be? I don't know. We never do. God God only knows. So there you go, guys. We love you. Have a great rest of your day.